Aloha. Welcome to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but nothing replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. How has COVID changed the world for families, increased the rates of childhood obesity, and created in some folks a definite sense of grief that may not be addressed in the course of their regular day? Well, today we are going to be speaking to an inspired author and physician of almost four decades of practice, Dr. Teresa Wee. She runs Wee Medical Center. You've been on the show a couple of times, and we are going to talk today about some of these issues that have gone on for the last, shockingly, almost two years now, and how the COVID pandemic has really affected the lives and health of a lot of our keiki and a lot of our families throughout the islands. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. You know, I can't believe that we are almost at the two-year point Yep. from when we first started to see that COVID had come mm-hmm. to the islands. And, you know, we've we've talked before a couple of times, and here we are. And, you know, it's it's changed things in a lot of ways. It's changed your practice. It's changed patients. It's changed their experiences. What are some of the most notable things that you've seen in the last couple of years in the patients that you take care of? When I see my keikis in the office, I'm a pediatrician, and I have seen obesity skyrocket. Um, Our our keikis are just gaining so much weight, and I believe it's a result of routines and schedules. Um, Initially, everything was virtual, and parents had to work from home virtually. And, you know, no one was really watching the keikis. And we were losing our, our routine and schedule. And as a result, uh, really all ages have, have increased in weight. And that definitely has effects on health. When you see an increase, even just 10, 15 pounds, that'll put you at risk for certain medical conditions. Have you yes. seen some of those present in your office? I, I I do believe that in addition to the, the waking, um, the kids have also not gotten adequate sleep, not gotten exercise, not eating the right kinds of food. So I believe that all these factors together um, have, have just contributed to just a, a mental well-being, not only physical well-being, but everything declining. Well, and it's certainly not because parents aren't trying hard enough. I sort of feel the most difficult job in the last couple of years has been how do you parent your kids, have them go to school virtually from home while you're doing your day job, while you're trying to maintain all of your other job responsibilities and even home responsibilities. It's really just added on layer upon layer that parents have had to do. And it's been scary. Gyms are closed. Organized sports went away for a while. Kids weren't able to get together, play soccer, play baseball, do things. And it's it's almost like we needed 48 hours to complete what we previously could do in 24 hours. And and they even closed the beaches and parks for a while. Um, It's also created a lot of fear and anxiety. And even to this day, I have some families who will not take their children to the mall to the to see to play with other children. It's so everything, it just keeps snowballing, and I I am just very concerned for our families. Well, okay, so now I'm (laughs) depressed along with everything else. So let's let's come up with some management plans. Now, in the beginning of COVID, 
you also journaled what was going on. Yes. We'll talk a little later, but mm -hmm. you actually published a book, mm -hmm. My COVID-19 Diary, mm -hmm. talking about how all these things started to come about and what you started to notice in these trends. Right. So I I wrote a blog every day, and I didn't realize people from all over were, were reading it because it was giving them support. But one of my messages to the families is um, you can you can st start wherever you are. You just have to make up your mind. So it's important to remember that the parents are the leaders of the family. So I need to get moms and dads together. And you need to be the role model. You need to be that authority, that leadership for your family and say, we need to get back on track. So if mom or dad says, hey, let's go for a walk, yes. the idea is that they could start this process. Yes. And kids may say, hey, I want to go for a walk myself. But if right. they don't, starting at the top. Yeah. So it always starts at the top. And and I think it's, it, it'll bring moms and dads together if, if you've... Just start with a real small little goal. Let's walk for five minutes every day. And and if you can do that for one week, the kids are going to say, hey, mom, five minutes is nothing. Let's walk 10 minutes. So if we can get that positive feedback going. So wherever you are, parents, I want you to hear this. Just get started anywhere. And the kids are in your bubble and outdoors mm -hmm. is safe. Yes. So, you know, you can go outside, do that small little walk. Or take advantage of some of the parks that are now open right. that you can go and walk around. And even the beaches now, yeah. you can see a lot of folks that are going to the beach and spending time there. So not really any place you can't go, even hikes. Right. So get outdoors. Take advantage of the fresh air that we have in Hawaii. This is paradise. We don't have snow. Um, take advantage of the fresh fruits and vegetables. So, you know, you got to make it. You have to inspire the family. You have to make it fun. You can't, you can't sit down and, and start yelling at people, at your kids, or, and try to get grandma and grandpa on board if they're living in the home. Well, and there's a term that I've heard of a lot called gamify. So make it into a game. Yeah. What can you do to make it fun and engaging and have points and have people sort of get right. interactive like that? So right. certainly some things you could do. Who can eat the most vegetables in a week? Or right. who can be the one to say, let's go walking first? Or some kind of way to make it yeah. fun. And one of the things I stress is, you know, be kind to one another. You know, um, Say something kind to your family members because I know sometimes when I got home, I would start yelling at my kids, kick the dog. I mean, you know, I had a bad day, but I'm telling families, you know, we're all stressed out with this COVID. Be kind. Be grateful for what you have. So many other people don't have as much as we do. So, so just have a different attitude of gratitude, and that makes such a big difference. When I did workshops... Um, the homework was to say 10 nice compliments to your family. That was for the week. Wow. Okay. So first person <laughs> to get 10 compliments. Yeah. I think that's something we could all do now. We could start a New Year's plan of I'm going to say 10 nice things a week to my spouse or my loved ones. Right. And, you know, I mean, it, eventually it will be less than, hey, I have to check a box. Right. It'll be more truly that you're wanting to thank them or be grateful but uh, say something nice. You know, I think you mentioned that physical wellness starts at the top. Mental wellness also starts at the top. I think there's been a lot of loss. And sometimes 
not recognizable. I mean, parents may not see that kids miss going to a school or a classroom. Or now that they're going back into school, they miss some of the group activities that are now restricted or done differently. And they may be acting out as a way to sort of express themselves and not, they may not yell and be angry. They may just act out behavior wise and just not pay attention or just not follow the usual rules and that's just expressing themselves. So, so there's tremendous loss out there. We call it secondary losses from COVID. I mean, you know, we, we've, we've lost contacts with our loved ones. We've, we've lost so much. And, and so as a result, everyone is dealing with loss in their own way. And very, we have to recognize true. that. And even in ourselves, mm-hmm. to say, how is it that I'm expressing the inability to do some of those things that I really wish I could do? We talked a little earlier before the show about travel, you know, wanting to yeah. go see family, wanting to go see places and not feeling comfortable. And yeah. boy, over the holidays, you know, planes were, flights were canceled and planes weren't flying and people were not necessarily able to enjoy spending time with their loved ones like they wanted to. Yeah. So I, I, I think there's just so much physical and mental um, things swirling around, and we all need to just take a deep breath and regroup because ultimately I truly believe that the family unit is where the healing will take place. And as, sometimes as much as they get on our nerves, you know, I, I tell everyone, spend five minutes a day for family talk. Just five minutes. We used to do it in the evening. I have four children, and my husband and I, we would call it talk about the day. We would all assemble together, all six of us, and and each person had to say something about their day. And that was our way of communicating and keeping in touch. And that that is such a great... um, It just unifies you as a family. And to this day, my adult children remember... Yeah, I remember we talked about the day, and and everyone can keep up on one another. And, you know, you just have that family bonds. These are bonds that last for a lifetime. Fantastic. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. I'm here with Dr. Teresa Wee, and we are talking about what are some of the changes that have happened over the last couple of years and some simple steps to get us started right in the new year about ways to really help make things a little bit easier for each one of us and start some healthy habits wherever we're at. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about some of these little initiatives that everybody can start, maybe take five minutes, maybe even less, and we'll come up with a game plan for everybody so that this year can maybe be one of the best ever. We'll be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. And today I have Dr. Teresa Wee in the in the studio. And we're talking about ways that COVID changed us and positive ways we can start the new year with a great opportunity to make things even better. So, so far we've talked about, I made a list of things I have to do. <laughs> Saying 10 nice things to your loved ones over the course of a week. Mm-hmm. All right. 
trying to do a five-minute walk, maybe expanding that even further mm-hmm. during the day or at the end of the day or sometime right. so that you can sort of get outside, get some fresh air. If you want to, you can walk at the bookstore. You can walk at Target. You can walk around Costco. There's places <laughs> you can go where you can get in your walk and then also see other fun stuff. Or you can walk around the beach yep. and see sunset even yep. better. And the other thing is five minutes family talk. Yes. As you come home from your day, keeping everybody up to date. And, you know, one of the ways that we can now do this virtually is people could go ahead and do a five-minute Zoom. Zoom is free. Mm-hmm. Or you could do conference call on your phone. Right. I know every Sunday my brothers and I call my dad, mm-hmm. and we have a chance to sort of talk about how was the week and how are things going, and then we talk to one another and see what's up. And as is expected, we are siblings. We make fun of one another and remember those stupid things we did when we were younger. So always a fun conversation for, for all of us. Except for when it's about us, but something that we try yeah. to do. And what are some of the other things that you tell some of your patients to do to try and get that engagement factor up? Because there's so much that we haven't been able to do, but there's still a lot of great things we can. You know, um, one of the things I, I remind my parents is you, when you have these family talks, you have to turn off your, your phone. You have to be 100% present. And, and you have to show the, the children that they are valuable. You are spending this time with them. And even if it's only for five or ten minutes, and even if you don't feel like it, and even if you're tired, you, you just keep doing it day after day. So being fully present and really listening so that they will continue to want to come back to this family talk. You mentioned a big hard one. We're addicted to our phones. Yep. We're addicted to our devices. I'm addicted. How can I how can I stop this? What yeah. do you tell folks to do? You know, I, I tell them you you as parents are the role models. Your kids are constantly looking at you. If you're eating dinner, you you turn off your phone. Um, you tell the you know, tell people don't call you, just don't answer it. It can't be that important. And when your children see you doing that, they will follow. Um yeah, just really sitting down with the kids, maybe watching a short television uh, show with them, showing that, you know, you want to be present with them to share what they're watching. Just really being aware of screen time. Yes, screen time is something that yeah. I think all of us need to work on. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so things you can do is be present, turn off the devices. Yes. Okay. And and. F- Really listen, because I, I think a lot of us, we we just hear the words, but we're thinking about what we're going to do next. So, you know, you have to be very present, be aware, be mindful, and the kids know when you are present. They know. I'm sure, and they can call you out on whatever you do <laughs> that you think you're not doing. They They will figure that out. You know, a lot of folks didn't get a chance to take a traditional family vacation, mm-hmm. have everybody bond together and get mm-hmm. to spend time together. What are some creative ways that you've talked with your patients about having that time? Because a lot of times on vacation, there's more family bonding. There's more discussion on where to go, what to do, and learn something new, the educational opportunity, the relaxation factor. How can people do that even without leaving the islands? You know, um, I know for myself, we've taken staycations, which are wonderful, but I tell people, just try to have a family meal. I mean, 
you know, start small, start, start small. I mean, you, you don't have to wait once a year to have your big family vacation. Just just take advantage of, of dinner, maybe on Saturday night or Sunday night. The more family meals you have, the better communication. Studies have shown that over and over. Now, let's talk a little bit about the happy Healthy Revolution. Mm-hmm. This is another book that you've authored, and mm-hmm. it really talks a little bit about ways that we can encourage people to start healthy habits when they're young mm-hmm. and continue that throughout their lives. What was the motivation and inspiration for the book? You know, I I saw the pediatric obesity. I've been in practice 38 years, and, you know, from back in the 80s, the early 80s, I saw m- my patients' children becoming more and more obese. And whenever I talked with the kids, I knew I had to include the parents because the children do not buy the food. They don't set up exercise. So so I found myself talking to parents. And what I found in real life is if the parents are on board, the children get better, the, the parents get healthier, and a lot of times the grandparents living within the home also get better. And their blood pressure and glucose improves. And Everyone's so happy. The multi-generational effect. Yes, yes. And so does this book give tips for how to make that happen? So all of the the major tips that I have are in my book, The Happy Healthy Revolution. And I don't have time in this radio show, but but if you want to pick up the book, I go step by step as to simple things you can take as a family. Well, we've got some already. Gratitude. Mm -hmm. Put your devices down. Family talk, try to walk. Yes. Okay. All different ways that we can really maximize how we spend time together. Now, personally, in the last year or so, you've seen a transition in your practice from what we used to do, I've seen it in mine, to now doing telemedicine, doing video visits, doing phone visits, doing all different sorts of ways that we try and communicate with patients. Have you found that to be more challenging to get messages across? Or in some ways, could it actually make things a little easier? I think I was resisting it, but I've, what I have found is for certain problems, it, it has actually been a lot better. But um, there are certain things where I do have to see the, the patient in person. You know, does my child have an ear infection? Take you kind of need to see them, sure. Yeah. So, but, you know, we, we have to accept change and we have to move with it and, and we have to, you know, just... Adapt and be flexible. (laughs) All right. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. We're talking with Dr. Teresa Wee about healthy, happy tips to create a revolution in our own lives in ways that we can help keep ourselves and, in fact, our entire families making steps towards getting healthier. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about what are the future plans? Where do we think COVID's going to go? And what are some of the things that we can take forward? Lessons we've learned over the last year and a half to make everybody as healthy as possible. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, and I have Dr. Teresa Wee in the studio. And today we are talking about changes from the pandemic. What are some ways we can start 
healthy habits in the new year. I'm curious, you know, when you look back on the last year or two, are there any positive things that you have found that your patients have expressed or that your family have expressed? What are some of the good things that have come out of this? I think some of the good things is that people were forced to be together with their family. Yeah. Forced <laughs> so, family interaction. Okay. So, so uh, you know, there's, there are quite a few families that said, you know, I actually took a pause from work and I actually spent more time with them. So I thought that was a positive for some people. Parents had to get involved in teaching their kids, get involved in schoolwork, and yes. kind of get to know what's going on in the classroom. And they appreciate their teachers so <laughs> much more. <laughs> I bet they do. Yeah, but absolutely. I, I think also uh, many parents realize that, oh, we can work virtual, so this is going to work for us. And so now as we move forward, you know, and and I, as as a physician, I've learned that telehealth is not that bad, and it can work in some cases. Well, and I think that whole idea of working from home, you know, it was such a unusual concept yeah. when it first started. Of course. But then when I talk with people who were doing it, they're like, I commute for all of three minutes. Yes. And then I don't have to get in traffic. Yes. I'm home. Yeah. So I, quote, get home earlier. They have more time to go to the gym, to go exercise, right. to do activities outdoors. It actually may have really helped in general for them to change some of their the amount of hours they were spending in cars right. or in transit. And it's just a matter of figuring out what are some healthy ways to use that time. Right. So, so this is where I come in and, you know, please take advantage of this family time, you know, and, and just simple things are going to make such a big difference. If we can get to the children and, and really show them what, what healthy lifestyles are, what better gift to give our children than the gift of good health? Do you get a chance to see your grandkids often? I, I do. <laughs> and have your kids kept some of these family yeah. things that you've set up with them, doing the walks, doing the check-in and all those things? Do you get to see it for the next generation? Yeah. You know, my four children, they they grumbled because, you know, I, as a young mother, a pediatrician, I, I fed them fruits and vegetables. And my second son said, why can't we be a normal family? And I said, <laughs> we are a normal family. But I see them now when they raise their children, they're, they're getting them into exercise and and do your homework and the schedules, and I'm so proud of them. Wonderful, because you started it. You started these little nuggets of things (laughs) that you could do, and now you get to see it come to fruition in your grandkids. Yeah, and so a lot of what I've experienced as a mother, I had gone through it, so I totally understand what working parents are going through. And I, I decided to write this book because I kept telling these tips to families, and I said, you know, I need to just let everyone know, you know, why go through the whole thing? Well, and also it's a way that you can create, not have to say the same thing on your side, but also create a reference that people can get back to and take a look and try and find ways that they could incorporate some of these tips in their own lives. Right, because every family's different. Maybe some people have to work on exercise or other people have to say, okay, what is healthy eating? You know, how many servings of fruit or vegetables or you know, what should I drink or, and, and even little things like an attitude of gratitude or showing kindness to one another. I even tell parents to go and volunteer. When you volunteer and take your children with you, 
they can see how blessed they are. You, you just, there's a feeling of, I'm so grateful for what I have. Well, and that's another really important aspect is very often we take a lot of things for granted. Yes. But when you have an opportunity to see people mm-hmm. who don't have that or to help people, whether it be, you know, building houses or mm-hmm. feeding homeless or right. gathering clothes from your neighbors to right. take to a Salvation Army or to yeah. take somewhere like Goodwill, these are ways that you can get them on board with doing some of these activities right. and getting that, that good feeling that people get. Right. When they it's know not all about someone. them. Right. It's about helping others. And it, it, I just see it over and over. Like you have a bigger perspective of the world and, and that's what I want for every family. You know, I want children to thrive, become the best they can be. Um, and, th- and that's why I'm so passionate about parenting and, and really trying to get families to become a solid unit because that's what's going to make our community strong, our nation strong. Well, and I'll tell you, throughout the time of the pandemic, there have been some amazing things that have happened that we've been able to see. You know, even just having people volunteer to help their elderly oh, yeah. neighbor go get groceries, mm-hmm. I'll get that for you. Or we hear about people who have really gone out of their way to really oh, yeah. help their neighbors, help their loved ones do things for them that they might not otherwise have done just because maybe they didn't perceive a need. But everyone sort of rallied together in a yeah, lot of Yeah, I think this is what we call the aloha spirit. And, you know, just the other day I saw a friend and she paid for our 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 dinner. I mean, and just something that simple, right? Yeah, just, just pay it forward. There you go. <laughs> I shouldn't admit it, but... I was at a drive-thru, I won't mention which one, Dr. Wee, and as I was driving through, like, the person in front of you paid for your food. And I went, really? So I have to pay for the person behind me. <laughs> like, we've got to keep this going, you know? This is this is something that we should do. But doesn't that make you feel it good? It does and Warm and fuzzy good. and, you know. It does. I think that's sort of emanating that idea of what can we do to help other people yes. to make them feel valued yes. and to make them feel like because they're... Because a lot of people are hurting, so yeah. why don't we be part of the solution? So if we were to come up with a couple of short, quick tips from your book, from uh-huh. some of the things you mentioned, we talked about saying nice things to your loved ones. Uh-huh. Okay. Parents need to be the role models. Parents they... be role models. Mm-hmm. All right. And... I would say, you know, whatever, whatever you're feeling, start somewhere. Uh, don't, don't feel like, oh, it's, it, it's impossible with our family. No, it's not impossible. Just start where you're at. Start with one kid. If you can't get everybody to go, yeah. start with just some. And then they'll, they'll look and they'll say, hey, I want to join in. That looks like fun. So just start. Take that first step. Start wherever you're at. Yes. I like the idea of the five-minute walk, yeah. starting out small. Yeah, and, 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 and you get all that good hormone coming in like, yeah, I did five minutes every day for one week. And then Increasing. maybe the next week you're going to want to do 10 minutes. Exactly. And then 20 minutes, and you never know where that's going to go. And I call that the snowball effect. You just keep, you keep making yourself better and better. Well, and I think the other thing you mentioned was the family check-in. Yeah. And not every time will somebody have had a good day. They might have had a bad day, but just knowing that there's an opportunity to check in with their family to discuss that, yeah. always, always something that can yeah. help people. I, I think that communication is so vital so that you know what's going on within the family. Now, if people are excited, they want to hear more tips, they want to get your book, where are they going? Amazon. 
It's on Amazon. You can just um, search Dr. Teresa Wee, W-E-E, and you'll find my two books on Amazon. They'll find The Happy Healthy Healthy Revolution, Revolution. and they'll find My COVID-19 Diary, Practical Tips and Ways That People Can deal with this improbable but realistic pandemic that we are still in even now and find ways to incorporate healthy habits in their lifestyle and do things to help support their entire family and thus the community. Yes. Well, you know, Dr. Wee, I want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us today on The Body Show. Oh, thank you, Kathy. It is always a pleasure to have (laughs) you on. If you would like to hear the show again, you can click on hpr.org. Follow the links to The Body Show. You can also find us on the HPR app. If you want to hear more, this year we're going to be talking about exciting ways in which health challenges can be addressed in different medical topics throughout the year that will help people to understand more about ways they can improve what they're doing and also improve the lives of their loved ones and family and the community as well. Our engineer is David Chong. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. We will be here next week and every week right here on The Body Show. Thank mm-hmm. you.